Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Big Blue Nation. It's time for Just the Cats on Talk Radio 1080. Now here's every Wildcat's best friend, Michael Bennett, alongside Shannon the Dude. Hello, Big Blue Nation. Welcome to Just the Cats, March 12th. A beautiful Friday morning as you, uh, we get ready to talk about the end of a season. And, uh, and here's the worst part. I'm by myself today. So I got a text this morning. Shannon was going to be out, and I am absolutely by myself, other than I do have Josh. Uh, I'm sorry, Josh. John with me this morning, who's filled in a few times and, and learning the ropes there at Die Hard. John, how are you doing? I'm doing perfectly fine this morning. Well, I, I'm glad you are. And you're, you're, guess what? Thank goodness you're going to have to talk to me a little bit. I mean, here we go. <laughs> John, an IU stinking fan is going to be here talking on a UK basketball show. Are you prepared for this? I'm, I'm down for whatever, so so throw it at me. Okay, there we go. And plus, bottom of the hour, we're going to have John Wong give us a call, talk about his unfortunate experience down in Nashville and what that was like. So we'll talk to him in a little bit. But, but first of all, let's just get everything out of the way. And if you would like to call, I, I listen, I, I've never begged for phone calls, but today I'm more than likely going to beg for phone calls because of the fact that I don't want to be talking about this alone. And I definitely don't want to be talking about it with an IU stinking fan. So there you go, John. Sorry about that. I'm going to throw you under the bus, and and uh, there we have it. But uh, 502-571-1080, or you can tweet me at Just the Cat Radio. Uh, but... Uh, First of all, let's talk about a couple of things before we get into the game. This has been, just if you're honest and realistic, an extremely disappointing season. Now, do you blame it on COVID? Do you blame it on the fact that Cal couldn't get the players in? Do you blame it on the fact that uh, Cal didn't get to play uh, those games that he does at the beginning of the season? I don't know. I honestly don't know. Or was this just... One of those classes that just didn't work out because of the fact that you got one player, Terrence Clark, that goes out since December. I mean, he hadn't played since U of L, so that's how long it's been since he played. It was nice to see him check in yesterday, but he hadn't played. Then you have a situation where one of your top recruits doesn't end up having a top recruit kind of year. Uh, <clears throat> we did have, thank goodness. Davion Mintz, I mean, I, I, if, if you hear anything from me when I talk about Davion Mintz, you're going to hear nothing but absolute praise. I have come to where he might be one of my top uh, players, favorite players of all time, because of the fact how he acted, how he worked, and how he tried to motivate this team. It just didn't work out, unfortunately. So we had all kinds of stuff that happened this year that just made it extremely difficult. Unfortunately, that's what it is what it is. So, all right, let's talk about the basketball game. This is not how we wanted to start the game against Mississippi State. You cannot go down by 15. You cannot 
have foul trouble with your best uh, with your big men. Isaiah Jackson gets out. Uh, Olivier Sar gets out. You cannot miss free throws. How long has it been since we missed that many free throws? I mean, that's a huge factor right there. And then we can't get beat like we did in the paint. Every time I turned around, Mississippi State was scoring in the paint. They were getting a rebound. Everything was going their way. And, and that was a prescription for a loss right there. I, I, I credit this team that they came back. And that's what I asked Cal after the game yesterday. What did you say at halftime to turn this thing around? And the other part is, are you surprised? Let me ask you this, because I definitely was. Dante Allen only had three points in the first half. Three points, everybody. And Dante starts that second half. And what does he do? He goes off. And I couldn't be more happy for a person on that basketball team than him. Davion Mintz, Dante Allen, man, that was fun to watch. And this is what everybody wants. Everybody wants one of your hometown boys to get in there and be the hero. And Dante almost was completely. He had an unbelievably scoring game. And uh, he's making all the three-point shots. There, he's he's creating uh, separation from his defender so he can get a shot off. I, I thought the offense worked well that second half, but again, you just cannot get down by 15 points. There's your difference right there. The rebounding was just unbelievable by Mississippi State. That's the unfortunate part. So, anyway, let's go to the phone lines. I'll open it up the first segment. Usually don't, but I will. 502-571-1080. John, who's up first? We've got Joe. Joe, what's going on? Uh, The season was pretty simple to me. Coach Cal was so stubborn that to play Devin Askew, a five-star recruit, uh, you know, to keep his reputation going as far as uh, taking care of the five-stars, he forgot about the little guys on the team, like uh, Allen and whoever else. And hopefully, in the future, he'll add he'll add the pal kid at the Auburn uh, uh, transfer. Hopefully, yep. yeah. And, and for heaven's sakes, please bring the kid in. I mean, for heaven's sakes, it's it's ask you should never play more than ten minutes to get a, a game. And and he played the kid twenty minutes yesterday. Now, is that the reason why we lost the game? Well, no. If you get out rebounded pretty bad like we did, there's other reasons. But he just he put a kid in a position he wasn't ready for. He would not change, and this is why we had the results like we had this year. That's pretty much it. Hopefully, he'll he'll, he'll bring the pal kid in, and and hopefully Allen will stay. I know that's still up in the air because you know the way he got treated this year. And let's just hope that Coach Cal changes his ways. Well, but let me ask you this. <laughs> because I think you asked, you, you brought up a great point. Weren't you surprised? Correct me if I'm wrong. Who was the point guard for the South Carolina game last weekend? Do you remember who it was? Well, I don't think it was uh, Ask You. I think it was, it was uh, Davian Mintz. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how many points did we win that game by last weekend? Oh, it was pretty high up there. Exactly. It was exactly uh, probably yeah. So so so, so ex- can you explain to me why we switched that to where now Davey Elmins is not playing the point guard? I, I didn't understand that, by the way. Well, well, why would you play Askew any 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 well, in the last four minutes? Yeah. It were, considering how the season went, it cost yeah. him the Louisville game. It cost him numerous games. Nothing against the kid. The kid was right. not ready. Why would he? Be so stubborn to keep playing the kid, knowing that the kid wasn't ready. He tried to remedy the situation when he tried to put Clark at point guard. 
before the Louisville game or right around the Louisville game, he knew, he knew Ashby wasn't good enough. But then Clark gets hurt, and then that experiment fails. But for the love of God, he found Mince but to play the point. But why did he revert back yesterday in the last four minutes and put Askew in there? It just didn't make a, a lick of sense. Yeah, it's like I'm he didn't you. want to win the game. Right. I don't know. Exactly. Thanks uh, a you, lot. All right. I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, you, you bring up some fantastic points. That was one of them. It's like, why do we switch the lineup? I mean, <laughs> that first half. We had the, the the strangest lineup I've ever seen, I'm like, and it's not working. And I didn't I didn't understand it at all. We just came off a great game versus South Carolina, and we mixed it up even more this time. I I, I don't know. I, I listen. Cal's a great coach. You're not going to hear any criticism from me because Cal is where he is because of the success of his coaching skills. Now. Are we going to fire him? Absolutely not. People that are claiming, I, I, I know you're probably just upset. We're not going to fire Cal. He's here for however long he wants to be here and is going to be here. I, I'm hoping next year is a better season. Hopefully, I mean, everybody has hope, but uh, hopefully that's going to be the case. So anyway, all right, <coughs> uh, I, I'll tell you this. If you're ready for a cup of coffee, and I am going to do this with Alan Cutler. If, if, if people in Louisville are interested in meeting Alan Cutler, who was on yesterday with us, and would like to get a signed copy of his book, we're going to do it at the Coffee Zone. I haven't talked to them yet, but I know they'll be open to it. As soon as it gets a little warmer, we can sit outside and, and not have the threat of uh, being inside and, and, and uh, somehow uh, contracting COVID. So I don't want to take that chance. But we'll do it outside. But go to the Coffee Zone. See my good friends Craig and Diana Bishop. They do a phenomenal job. They roast their own beans. You hear me talk about it all the time. I mean, it is a local business that does everything from scratch. They have some incredible cheddar cheese biscuits. They make muffins, fresh muffins every morning. They're not bought somewhere else. They're all made locally right there at his place. Craig does a great job, but it's a coffee zone. More sugar-free flavors than anybody else out there. Go try them out. They're at the corner of Whip's Mill. And New LaGrange Road, right across the street from the YMCA over there off of Hurstburn Parkway. That's the coffee zone, corner Whips Mill, and New LaGrange Road. Go try them out and tell them Michael Bennett told you to come there. All right, let's go ahead and take our first break, John. Uh, if you'd like to call in, I'd love to hear from you. 502-571-1080, or you can tweet me at Just the Cat Radio. This is Just the Cats. How do you like me now? Yeah, I tell you what, that's kind of how listening to Just the Cats on Talk Radio 1080. I didn't know you were going to play that either. My so bad, did... I forgot that. No, was don't worry about it, don't, John. Listen, on this show, I, I I realize I'm kind of the redheaded stepchild. I'm the guinea pig for everybody else. It's okay. I'm not going to get upset with you, so don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, that that'll happen in about an hour and a half. So. Just kidding. I'm, just, I'm looking forward to it. I'm just. I'm sure you are. It's just a joke. Don't get mad at me, Matt. Uh, yesterday, or, or this entire year, I'm going to get to phone calls in just a second, so stay right there. And if you want to call in, please, by all means, do. I want everybody to get their frustration out today. Or you know what? We can talk about other stuff because there's lots of other stuff going on. You can call us at 502-571-1080 or tweet me at Just the Cat Radio. Uh, lots of firsts yes, uh, this year. UK's fewest wins in a season, which was nine this year, since 1926-1927, which was three. Uh, here's, here's another stat that really, 
hit me in the back. Uh, how about the compi- the combined points of Devin Askew, Brandon Boston, Terrence Clark, Jacob Toppin, and Lance Ware? They had a combined 78 minutes. How many points do you think they had? John, I'll ask you right now. I know you didn't watch the game, so I just named off one, two, three, four, five players for a combined 78 points. Guess what they scored combined. Combined? It, combined in that game yesterday. Oh, well, so the the players that I remember, I remember seeing three players in particular didn't score a single point in the game yesterday. I don't know if that's what you're referring to or not. Well, go ahead. What, what is your guess for all those players in a combined 78 minutes? How much combined points did they make? I'm going to say like 15. Yeah. You want to guess again? Is it lower or higher? It's lower. 12. Try three. Oh, good Lord. Three points for a combined 78 minutes. Devin Askew, Brandon Boston, Terrence Clark, Jacob Tompid, and Lance Ware. That's a problem. Let's go to the phone lines, 502-571-1080. Who's up first? We have Andy. Andy, what's going on? Hey, Michael. Uh, one thing I can say as far as on the positive side, I feel more optimistic about getting Dante Allen and B.J. Boston back than I did about noon yesterday for different reasons. All right, tell me why. Well, Boston, obviously, a guy that's going to go out there and give you nothing, the NBA, the draft's got to to go down a little bit. And and I know it's been going down, but, you know, they're they're actually looking at that, I mean. And, you know, after Cal's comments last weekend, kind of made me think a little bit, but... You know, and then Dante Allen, I know it's Mississippi State, and he just goes off against them. He does. Just the the opposite reason, actually. I mean, you know, because he he put up big numbers, and he proved to Cal that, you know, he can still get out there and not going to have to take a shoot when he gets hot. And, you know, if I'm I'm Mississippi State, I'm trying to uh, reach out to Dante. (laughs) And then... (laughs) I mean, and my my last positive thing, at least we're not going to have to go through all these crazy mood swings no more. At least all that's over. Yeah, I'm with you, Andy. How's your arm doing, by the way, Andy? Are you feeling better? The arm's doing better. I I, got to get an x-ray later in the month, and uh, it's doing a lot better. I I can pick up 12-ounce curl with it, and we're good to go. (laughs) That's all that matters. Andy, good good talking to you. Yeah, listen. Uh, I know Shannon will talk, and I will talk about this next week. I, I, for for the most part, I don't know who's coming or seeing. All I know is that I saw Davian Mintz's Instagram message. Uh, if you haven't seen it, it said, um, "quote I'll have love for BB in forever and afterlife. Thank you for embracing me and the way you'll uh, y'all did this season. I tried to give my all every night out there, a hundred percent." How does that make you feel? I mean, to me, I, if if I was, I don't know. I, I, maybe it's me being selfish. I want Davian to come back so bad. I really do. I want Davian and Dante definitely to come back for next year. I know there's a lot of people out there say, I don't want any of these because they didn't play good this year. But you know what? We need these players. We need Keon Brooks. We we I, Yes, I would love to have Brandon Mawson back. But uh, Davion, I, I, I implore you, please come back to UK. I'm so selfish, I want you to come back. But anyway, let's go back to the phone lines. John, who's up next? We have TJ. TJ, what's going on? Hey, what's up, buddy? How you doing this morning? I'm doing fine, thank you. 
Hey, you know, one thing that nobody's talking about, and at this moment I said if we lose by one point, I'm, I'm going to be ticked off, was when Terrence Clark had two free throw violations and they made the free throw on the yeah. third shot. Yeah, I know it. I thought the same thing. I mean, anytime you make a mistake like that, the team comes back, and you know more times than not they're going to make the shot. And that was a bad mistake. And I, I did like the fact that Terrence looked at Cal and said, it's, it's all me, it's all me. And he knew he did wrong. And that's one of those situations. You can't get mad at Terrence, TJ, because of the fact he hadn't, again, he hadn't played since last December. Those kinds okay, of mistakes well, are going to happen. If, well, then if you're going to say that, then get mad at Cal for throwing him in there. And when your back is against the wall and he hasn't played since December and yeah. he's had three practices under his legs, why are you even throwing him in there? All right, because here's why. What's what's the worst of the uh, – what's the better of both evils, Terrence Clark or Devin Askew? I'm taking Terrence Clark every single time. I think Cal made the right decision. And unfortunately, it just blew back up in his face. You can't say that though. We haven't seen enough of Terrence Clark. <clears throat> but you know what? We got to see a little bit of him, though. I'm just going to disagree with it, TJ. I, I liked the decision. It unfortunately, was a mistake. What else right, you got? Have a good day. All right, I appreciate it, TJ. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I like the fact that he left uh, Terrence Clark in there. I mean, I, I felt better with Terrence Clark in more so than Devin Askew. I, and I I continue to apologize to throw this young man in the bus. I know he's trying the best he can. And when he's called in, he gets fired up. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I like his attitude because it'd be very easy. I'm afraid I would call up, crawl up in a corner and probably get in the fetal disc- uh, the, uh, position and cry. Uh, Devin Askew kept going in there with a positive attitude. He tried his best. It unfortunately just didn't work out more times than not. That's what was so frustrating. All right, who's up now? Uh, we've got Eddie. Eddie, what's going on? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. First time caller, long time listener. Ah, uh, <clears throat> Um, I just wanted to say a few things real quick, and I'll get off here as quick as possible. I think Coach Cow needs to maybe look in the mirror and uh, maybe swallow a little of his ego. Um, I think he needs to go after some players that are not the five stars and the four stars. Uh, a perfect example is you go 120 miles down the road to Western Kentucky and look how many Mr. Basketballs are on their team. That's right. Uh, because Coach Cal never gave him a blink of an eye. And I think he needs to start maybe looking at some kids that are happy or proud of the name that's on the front of their jersey and not the name that's on the back of their jersey. See, I think and, that's uh, a great point right there because I'll give you another example on top of that. Look at the football team. Mm-hmm. How many how many no stars or barely any stars have come out recently at UK football that have turned yeah. out to be incredible players? The one that comes to mind every single time is a guy named Josh Allen. You ever heard of him? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, and, and, and Boogie Watson. I mean, team, people like that. And, you know, you might have to just swallow your pride and say, look, I'm not going to be the coach that has 16 number one draft picks in the round. Uh, I'm, everybody has a bad year, but you need to start building your castle back up. If not, the ocean's going to keep coming in and sweeping it out, and you're going to you're going to go out with the ocean. So I well, enjoy the show, gentlemen. Uh, I'll get off here and let some other callers come in, but I'll always be a big blue fan. I just uh, it's not a it's not a good year. Uh, absolutely, and I think that's a great call right there uh, and because of the fact that you're exactly correct. Guess what? Cal can't have a great year every single year, but 
do you kind of see a switch to where people are becoming more football fans or are we staying basketball fans? What do you think is? We'll talk about that when we get back. 502-571-1080 or you can tweet me at Just the Cat Radio. Coming up next, John Wong. We'll talk about his trip to Nashville. This is Just the Cats. Now back to Just the Cats on Talk Radio 1080. See, don't turn this down. This is one of my favorite Foo, Fighter, uh, Foo, Fighters, Foo Fighter songs right here. I, I think this is appropriate right here, John, because uh, this season has died for the University of Kentucky basketball. Am I wrong about that? No, and it's died for pretty much every <laughs> local team in the area. So That's the crazy part is how much you're exactly correct. Now, I think U L still in it. Unfortunately for Bellarmine, I, I think between Bellarmine and Western Kentucky, those are your two best teams in the state of Kentucky. Yeah, and this might be the only year that that ever happens. So, and don't even forget about uh, Moorhead State. Oh, I no. mean, I mean, what about Moorhead State that just got thumped first game of the year for UK, and then this happens? So let's talk about the first real quick. Uh, first time in school history for UK uh, that they don't make the quarterfinals in the SEC. First time in school history to record four one-point losses in a single season. I mean, there's more wins that we could, guess what? We could have made the tournament. We could have. So let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, uh, Who's up first? We're going to do him in a minute. I want to do the phone calls first, then we'll go to John. Justin, what's going on? It's going pretty good. After this basketball season, uh, the way it ended, the way it was, it was miserable. I really didn't want it to end, even though it was as miserable as it was. But now that basketball is over with, I'm looking forward to football. I think football this year is going to basically be a defibrillator for Big Blue Nation. We need something to cheer for and get behind again. See, I'm with you right there. I, I, I wonder this, and I brought it up before the uh, the break. Is are, are the fans starting to turn a little more towards football, or are they sticking with basketball? You know, you have one bad season, and, and let's be honest. Unfortunately, it's been two bad seasons because last year we didn't get to play in the tournament. And I appreciate the phone call, but I, I think you're right. I kind of feel that that little bit of momentum going for football, and you know who loves this, is Vince Merrill and Mark Stoops. You're exactly correct. Does anybody else feel this? Do you feel that momentum moving uh, moving towards football? Who's up next? Steven. Steven, what's going on? Hi, hi Michael. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Um, first off, these people that are saying Cal needs to be fired need to slow down. Exactly. He's not... He's not going anywhere. My second thing is, I, I'm a big blue fan, love it, but I feel like some of these fans are entitled. You know what I'm saying? It's like Cal can't have a bad year or anything like this, and then they get on there and they bash a 19-year-old kid. Yeah. I mean, he's 19. Don't get me wrong. I'm upset with Ashview. I think Ash, I don't think Ashview's going to get to play much next year with the talent coming in and everything. But some of the things that these people said to these kids this year – I mean, when they needed us, I felt like some people just didn't rally around them. You know, and it's the ones that are negative that are the loudest. You know what I mean? I do. That's like the kneeling thing. That happened back in the first part of the year, and people are still talking about it. Yes, it happened. It is, but it's time to move on, you know. 
We're not well, going to uh, that uh, had a bad loss. Let me ask you this: if if they did, obviously they did kneel. I am, you know, my personal thoughts is I don't like it. But if 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 Kentucky had had a winning season, would we be talking about the negative? No, exactly. And so since we had a first of bads for uh, so many years in in the history of the, the school. We're, we're, we're hitting everything. And so, yes, kneeling is going to be a part of that. Yes, unfortunately, because I'm with you. I mean, I, I've been a little guilty of it, too. But the reality is he hasn't played good all year, and I've never understood why Cal kept putting him in. That was so, oh, that was so frustrating. And I don't think it's so much Askew's fault. I think it's even more so when Cal has said blame him. And guess what? I am blaming Cal. Why did he yeah. play so much? And I keep getting told because we've got nobody else. Well, I think he should have demonstrated mint long before that. I mean, that kid I'm had experience you. coming in. Yeah, what he did at Creighton was unbelievable, and I felt like Cal kind of shortchanged him a little bit. We're yeah. going with Ashu because he played the point at Creighton, and he was good at the point. Yes, and it's like so you come in and you use him as a shooting guard. Well, you knew your point guard wasn't doing good. Why not move him into that role earlier than what he did? Is what I'm saying. So that was he, a bad coaching mistake on his point. But I, all I'm saying is, is the loudest fans. You know, that's that's what these kids are hearing, and I don't think yeah. it's fair. You know, I think we all support them and all that, but it's the loudest ones that are making the big difference. I'm curious, where are you calling in from? Uh, Northern Kentucky. Northern Kentucky. Oh, so you're listening on the iHeartRadio app. I appreciate that. Yes. All right, then. Well, I appreciate you calling in. Good talking to you. Let's go ahead, uh, John, and bring on John Wong, who unfortunately had a very short trip down to Nashville. John, I, I know I've got so many questions about this tournament. Talk about it, it had to be like the strangest SEC. Well, no, definitely the strangest SEC tournament that you've been to. It was. It was nothing like we've ever seen before. I, I want to first start off with some good news. I saved the company $350 a night at the Omni <laughs> Hotel by driving back last night in a tropical rainstorm. But other than that, the entire trip was an abject disaster. <laughs> uh, you're well, right. Bridgestone Arena, that was a ghost arena. I think there were probably more people at KS Bar than they were in the arena itself. Uh, I probably would guesstimate, and I'm not real good at looking at crowds, but I think maybe 2,000 max. Really? Now, 85% of them were Kentucky fans. So when Dante hit those threes and Davion hit a three, it got kind of loud enough to make an impact. But most of the first half, all you could hear were the Mississippi State players exalting their team as they pulled out to that big lead. Yeah. Uh, I I know you – yeah. Yeah, you know – the rest of Nashville, I don't know if you've been there since the Christmas bombing, but it's literally a shell of its former self. That stuff on Broadway, uh, they're still rebuilding that infrastructure. You know, so much of my memories, Michael, are when after the games we would go down there and those times at the Wild Horse Saloon and the yeah. Trump rallies and you kissing the cheerleader and drag. <laughs> those are now. indelible <laughs> memories that stick out <laughs> in my mind. Yeah, And then uh, when you get in the arena, you know, one of my favorite parts of going to the FCC was they had us down on the floor. Remember that year we were right behind Dick Vitale on the second <laughs> row, Joe Tessitore? You know, this yes, year do. completely different. They had us way up in the very top of Bridgestone. I've never been up there. I thought they only had three levels. They actually had four levels, and we were oh, really? on the fourth level. My eyes are still trying to adjust. 
Oh, my gosh. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. But uh, you wrote a couple of posts uh, on JustTheCats.com. Which one you want to cover first? Because I, I thought you did a great job covering Dante Allen. But go ahead. I'll let you choose. Yeah, that was one that Keith actually wrote up. So, uh, you oh, okay. Can, I'm you sorry. Him. And I, I want to thank Keith for all the good work that he's done for our website this year. He's really good at getting these timely game stories out there. So kudos to him. The one I did was basically about the Nashville experience, Nash yeah. Vegas Blues. You know, these past couple of years, we've missed out on that. Of course, last year was the Rona. We didn't even play a game, and this year we're essentially one and done. It's just extremely disappointing and makes you think, what's on the horizon for, for next year? Now, we've got that tournament. It's not in Nashville next year. It's down in Tampa. Yes, so I'm looking forward to that, John. I yeah. am expecting some humongous payback. It's going to be the party that's going to end all parties hosted by <laughs> Michael Bennett down at this spread. <laughs> Is that what Tampa. we're going to do? Are we going to have like a gigantic Just the Cats party down in Tampa? We'll have Jimmy Buffett playing in the back. Maybe you can get him. You know, you got Nick Vitale to try to come on the show. Why don't you get Jimmy Buffett? We can do yeah. it. Let's do yeah. it. Make yeah, it happen. I- uh, yeah, I, right now I think I have a better chance of having Jimmy Buffett on the show than Dick Vitale. But uh, uh, you have one technical difficulty, and somebody just hates you from the rest of their life. But oh well, uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. But but John, you know the question I'm getting from a lot of people: Who's staying? I mean, we didn't. You, you, you couldn't answer the question the other day. I, I honestly can't answer the question. But the other part that was surprising too that we talked about when you were on with me earlier this week is I gave you percentages to guess how much uh, would you think that Terrence Clark would get in the game, and <laughs> lo and behold, you, you and Bot were totally up. wrong. Uh, well, my guess initially was 0%, but then, exactly. to credit, I lifted it up to 2.5%. <laughs> so I was trending in the right direction. But you sure. know what? It, when you look back on it in hindsight, it kind of makes sense that Terrence Clark is going to the NBA, which I'm pretty sure that he is, uh, what a better way to show them that this injury was not going to be a big problem, a big sticking point, than putting him in the game, letting him go a few minutes, letting him run up and down the court and demonstrating that physically, at least, he was okay. Yeah. Well, l- l- let me ask you this. Uh, two more things and I'll let you go. Uh, I was a little surprised that Ryan Howard was named to the second team All-American uh, by ESPN and SI. What a snub. That's what I I thought. I mean, isn't Chief like player for the year on every single thing, a finalist, if not a semifinalist, and she's second team? They told us that the reason that she was demoted was because of her scoring average. But then when you look at the number of assists and her entire floor game, that part was much, much better. I'm going to make lemonade out of lemons on this one. Those women... They still have the tournament to play, and I think this is going to be an extreme motivating factor for Ryan. She's going to see that as a big-time snub. This was not some local outlet. This was ESPN. Right, she's exactly. Going to take that personally, and I think she's going to put this team on her back and take them a little bit further than we had all anticipated. I'm going to put them on the bad list like I do that other website uh, that you have to pay for. I won't mention them. Uh, but let's talk about this for a second before I let you go. Do you feel like there is a little bit of a swing towards from basketball after this bad season towards football now? Am I wrong about that? I don't think you're wrong. I feel it myself. I mean, look at what happened yesterday. Immediately after Kentucky lost, 
the Kentucky football program hosted a Zoom conference with all those mid-year transfers. I didn't see you on there, Michael. I jumped <laughs> off, and to hear Wandale Robinson talk about yeah. how excited he was, everybody mentioned Liam Cohen and his mindset, the new offense he's going to bring in. I'm disappointed there's not going to be a spring game because I was looking forward to seeing what he so had was in I. store. Exactly. But that is a big, big draw, a big, big plus for developing interest in the football program. It's still nowhere near the interest level of basketball, but that gap has narrowed significantly. You yeah. throw in another clunker of a year, and you should see them going neck and neck. Exactly. All right, John. John Wong, editor-in-chief of JustTheCats.com. I'm, I, I know you're bummed. Did you drive back last night? Yeah, I did. It was raining the whole way, and it was just a very bad memory. I want to get back to Nashville and reestablish those fond memories we had. Wild See, I, I think that's balloon. the problem. You know, I think that's did. the problem. We keep going to Nashville, and we keep losing. I think we should go somewhere else. But, no, the SEC has this stinking tournament there for, like, 50 years. So, But uh, that's what we're going to have to deal with. John Wong, have a great weekend. I appreciate you joining us. All right. We'll talk to you later. Thanks. Bye. All right. Uh, listen, if, if you're anxious, if like I am all the time, if you got a little bit of pain, uh, if, if you need help, there's one place to go and that's cornbread hemp. Man, everybody, I just got a text a little bit ago from, uh, the, one of the owners, Eric Zipperly and his, uh, cousin Jim. Higdon, uh, y'all been really supporting this website, and I really appreciate it. If you use the promo code CATS, C-A-T-S, you're going to get 25% off your first order. Or guess what? If you want it quicker, go to Amazon. They're on Amazon. They are one of the very few USDA-approved organic CBD oils in Kentucky and the country for that fact. So go check them out. They got great prices. They got great products. You hear Shannon talking about the balm. I use that quite often and I love it. It smells great. And then also they got this brand new hand cream that you can use that, oh my gosh, it really has done wonders. You should come feel my soft, uh, soft, lovely hands there, John. But no, I'm not going to let you touch them. Uh, but, uh, cornbread hemp, go to cornbreadhemp.com. Promo code CATS, 25% off, or go to Amazon. You can pick it up there and get it a lot quicker as well. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll take more of your phone calls. So call in. I want to hear your gripes. Or let's talk about other stuff because guess what? we got great stuff going on besides losing at basketball. we got softball doing really well, volleyball. We had a conference yesterday with Craig Skinner. we got uh, baseball that's doing really well. So let's talk about some other things too. 502-571-1080. This is Just the Cats. You're listening to Just the Cats on Talk Radio 1080. Yeah, you got me right there. If it's if it's going to be a big party down in Tampa, John, we are going to have this kind of music right here. Are you a Jimmy Buffett fan at all? My, my parents are, but I, I couldn't really care less. See, that makes me feel old right there. Your parents are. Believe me, if you go to a concert, a Jimmy Buffett concert, I'm telling you, I'm not kidding. You don't know any of his music. You'll have more fun than you've ever had at any other concert. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm definitely. If you go, and, and, and believe me, the place to go see him is up in Cincinnati at that uh, Riverbend. W- Riverbend. Yeah, exactly. I heard that's like his annual trip or something like that. Very much so. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, it's a blast. You got to go try it one time. You get your mom, and dad to buy you a couple of tickets. <laughs> go get your girlfriend and take him up there. Okay. All right, uh, you know, I can tell in your voice right there. There's no confidence of that ever happening. 
I would I would probably have to be tripping on something pretty pretty. Oh my gosh! Don't tell me you're going to be tripping on. You don't need to trip on no, anything. I don't I don't do anything but to enjoy that kind of show. Isn't that what goes on at those Jimmy Buffett concerts? No. Now, now there there might be a little bit of drinking, but <laughs> no. I, I I'm sure there is. There's all kinds of stuff happening at every concert. I'm sure if you go to a Barry Manilow concert, that's what I would have to go to and be tripping there. So okay. Uh, but let's go back to the phone lines five zero two five seven one. Uh, 1080. We got a few minutes, so please call in if you want to. Uh, let's go to the next one. Who's up next? Kentucky Joe. Kentucky Joe, how are you doing? Uh, I'm crying. I'm, I'm crying the blues. Uh. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, I, hey, no, wait a minute. No, wait a minute. I got, I got good news. The, the barn owls are going to be happy because it's going to be daylight saving time this year. That's my, that's my little weather report. But no, uh, serious. I, I got a, I got a shirt on here. It says 2012. UK champions, and it says, you know, New Orleans. I like that. That's a good-looking okay, shirt Michael, right there. Big question. Big question. Yes. How, in the world do, how, how in the world do we get back there and, and, and try to win another championship like we did 10 years ago? Yeah. I, I, listen, I appreciate the call, Joe. Good to hear from you. And you're right. we got daylight savings things happening this weekend. Listen, we got to get shooters. Joe, when it comes down to we have to get people that make shots, and that's what didn't happen this year. Uh, and, uh, you know, we have a little disagreement between me and Shannon about the offensive scheme. I, I just feel like it needs to be tweaked a little more to where it's updated, but I, we got to have players that make shots. Let's go back to the phone lines again. Who's up next? Brian. Brian, what's going on? I'm doing good, Michael. I'll go quick. I know you don't got much time. Yes. But you remember in the Florida game, we won three games in a row. Yes. And we were playing good, and they put that zone in. Shut us down. Got us playing that slow ball. Well, yesterday, the reason we lost the game, I know we didn't shoot good and everything other than Dante Allen. Out, we got out-rebound. We got killed on the boards and didn't block out. Until they go out, I know we got Shimway coming in, but we got to go out and get some big physical players inside. I know we need shooters and a point guard, but I tried to tell you all that yesterday. That's been a lot of a problem. No physical presence. A lot of Cal's good teams had physical presence. Thank you, Michael. All right, Ryan. Good to hear from you. Yeah, listen, uh, that's one of the things I've been complaining about the most is that we don't have the physical players. Even Cal talked about it yesterday after the game. Is that we got to get players that are going to be able to to manhandle the ball, the rebounds. If they get hit, guess what? Hit back. You just can't stand there. It's like, ooh, don't hit me, and and that's it. We don't we don't want finesse players. We want man players that are going to get out there and just rebound the ball and not afraid to get hit when they're getting the ball or going up for a shot for that fact. So, listen, everybody, it's been a tough year. I know uh, 2020's kind of uh, relived during this basketball season. I appreciate you supporting this show. We've had a great time, and I, I look forward to the summer shows now because guess what? It starts Monday, and unfortunately, it's a lot earlier than I've experienced. You know, we've always gone at least a couple of more weeks, at the very least, with basketball. So it's going to be tough. I hope you still come back Monday, and let's talk about anything you want. we got baseball, like I mentioned earlier. Volleyball's doing well. Women's basketball. we got all those to talk about. Unfortunately, it's just not the men's basketball. I believe in Cal, and I think he'll do a better job. I think he knows what he needs to do to make a better team. I think Oscar Sheboy is going to be a, a good answer right there, and then we're going to have some other things going on. So, anyway, 
We'll see you Monday. I'm hoping Shannon will be there. Maybe he's bummed because his Vanderbilt team and his $25,000 check just kind of disappeared. I'm hoping that's the reason, but we'll see you Monday. Everybody have a great week and a safe weekend. We'll talk about uh, the rest of the tournament, I guess, on Monday. John, you did a great job. Appreciate you helping. We'll see you later, everybody. Have a great weekend. This is Justin Katz. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.